following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, they are your hosts of the PWT cast, Scrub and Bank! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 122 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump, and this week I am joined by two very special guests. Of course, this is the very special Thanksgiving 3 episode. Uh, it's a yearly tradition here at the PWT cast, and uh, you'll, know, you'll know my first guest as he's been on here several times before. Actually, no, he's been on once before, and we've done uh, Marvelous Matt Nick's podcast before. Uh, you know, he's he's a patron of the show. He's he's my little buddy. Uh, of course, I'm talking about the one and only Mark Villanueva. Mark, how are you doing, my man? I'm doing great. I am a patron of the show. Uh, I am the new stank here. Um he sold me his rights to be a part of this podcast, so you'll be hearing more from me every single week. <laughs> uh, and of course, the second gentleman he joined us last week. He's uh, you know he's quite the podcaster in and of his own right. Host of the What Do You Like podcast. Uh, I call him cousin Jeremy. Some people call him other things, but his name uh, Jeremy Zaha. Jeremy, my man, how are you doing? I am doing great. It is wonderful to be here. It's great to be in this Thanksgiving episode, but. There's a a bit of a gap in this this whole Thanksgiving oh, episode. You're right. I completely forgot. Of course, if you already aren't, make sure you're following us on social media. We're at PWTCast on Instagram and Twitter. You're right. I, I almost forgot uh, that as well. Yeah. Um, despite my 100K a year salary, you know, we do have a, a Patreon. <laughs> that is a little wink. I don't make nearly that much money. But if you want to support us, you go over to patreon.com forward slash PWTCast. Uh, total transparency behind on those episodes myself and trevor outlaw who recently suffered an injury we are going to sit down and bulk record a bunch of episodes so you guys will be getting two movie reviews a week uh just as uh sorry for uh <laughs> falling a little bit behind but yeah thank you for reminding me jeremy that yeah. is a little bit of the elephant in the room i mean yeah definitely you definitely should have mentioned that but there's a, a i feel like a bigger gap in in this whole episode and in our oh, hearts. I know what it is. He hasn't uploaded on his podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. The what do we the what do we like podcast? Of course, you can find that. You know, I where iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your yes. podcast. Yep, all the back episodes are there. Soon, new episodes, as I mentioned last week. No, but there's a, a, a even bigger hole, a giant hole that I feel like we need for the Thanksgiving episode. Well, Frank's not here, so yeah, Frank's not here. I mean, I could have asked him, but I didn't. Sorry, Frank. I don't think he's ever listened to us. He will. You know, he does listen sometimes. Oh well, I guess the minute he roll, finds out, roll I'm the on dice. It. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's so true. He, yeah, he is going to be listening to this. Yeah. Um. Well, Frank, hello. But there's an even bigger, and I, I'm I'm surprised you guys haven't even recognized this. Oh, I think he's talking about Stank. Bingo. Oh well, I mean. Stank took a sabbatical. I mean, I understand that, and I respect that, and Stank's a wonderful man, but this is a Stanksgiving episode. <laughs> How are you going to have a Stanksgiving episode without Stank? I mean, I mean, I assume he would have given me his approval. I, uh, assume? I, yeah, I mean, I assume he would have given me, should I, should I call him? Give him a should call. Should I ask for his approval? See if he answers. Yeah, I think you, I think you have to call him. I mean, all right. Let's go ahead and give the man a call. I mean, apologize. This is this is impromptu. This is on the spot. I wasn't aware we we're gonna call him, but I mean, he he's probably at home right now playing Call of Duty. Let's uh, let's go ahead and give him a call real quick. Um, 
I mean, again, I just assumed he would give us his uh, his permission, but we'll we'll go ahead and call him anyway. Hello. Hey, Stan. Hello. Hey. Hey, what's up? Hey, man. Uh, so this is this is this is a little awkward. Um, we're recording an episode of the podcast, and it's uh, we're doing this Thanksgiving, and Jeremy over here is giving me shit, and he was saying, "Well, we can't do that without your blessing." And I figured, well, there's a Dave. Dave will be fine, but you know, fucking Jeremy is over here. He's a real stickler about the rules. So I figured I would call you and ask if if we have your permission, if we have your blessing, to uh, go ahead and do a Thanksgiving episode. I mean, with you being on the phone call right now, this you are technically on this Thanksgiving call with us. That makes sense. Who who else going to be on this episode? Uh, me, Mark, and uh, cousin Jeremy. You can only do it if they don't participate. I'm just playing with you. <laughs> no. You you get my Thanksgiving blessing and happy Thanksgiving to you and also to cousin Jeremy and Maui Mark. Okay, okay. Well, hey, we appreciate that. I know you and the family are uh, you're on the way to the cinema, so we'll uh, we'll go ahead and let you go. But hey, real quick before we do, since last week uh, cousin Jeremy did this with me and he forgot to say it, I, I know you will you know without missing a beat. Um, shout out Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you, Steak, and I guess we'll just we'll we'll continue the episode now that we have your blessing. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I mean, well, there you go. Uh, straight from the horse's mouth. Uh, we have his permission to go ahead and do a Thanksgiving episode. Of course, you know, it's a special occasion. So uh, a little bit of stank on here. I mean, there's a little bit of stank all over this show. I, I you know, I, I feel very weird with changing the names of stuff and graphics of stuff. I'm also like, stop like people stop fucking asking me if you can be the co-host like if someone's spouse just died not that stank is my spouse nor that he died i mean stank was a little bit of like my you know he's my podcast wife um, husband he's a man of the and, and it's david would be the man in that relationship you know let's let's be serious is that not what i just said yeah it is no wait you said he, i said he's a man yeah you said he was a wife Oh, then I was his podcast wife. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, but yeah, but people keep asking me. I'm just like, no. Like, if someone's spouse dies, you're not going to immediately be like, hey, you're going to fucking, hey, grandma, you going to fucking hop on Tinder? Huh? You know? Like, so stop fucking asking me, you know? Um, but of course, again, this is this Thanksgiving episode. It's Thanksgiving week. I mean, by the time this comes out, uh, it'll have already been, you know, a few days past uh, Thanksgiving, but. Um, I was actually fortunate enough that uh, there's about three Thanksgivings really that I attended at least myself or uh, that I partook in. Um, the first, of course, being Dynamite. You know, oh, Wednesday oh, at Dynamite, yes. uh, show that caused many a controversy. Controversy, um, but we were there. Uh, you know, again, most of the Dynamite shows, you guys have been there with me. Um, Mark, of course, me and Mark, we were at Full Gear. Uh, yeah. What was it like? Two, three weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Um, but yeah, we were there at Dynamite. What was that like for you guys? Because I, th- I mean, Jeremy, have you been to all the Thanksgiving or both of you guys? You, have you guys been to all the AEW Thanksgiving ones? No, I missed the first one. Yeah, this I was literally it was like my second day working here. Oh, yeah. I have uh, just a little input. Uh, of, uh, a couple of days ago, I've worked two years here now. Wow, which is funny because we're recording literally kind of like close to the year, another year anniversary or whatever. Yeah, so wasn't it like a year ago that you were on the podcast? Yeah, the oh. day of, and then I was never brought back. Till today, so I I'll be here every year around this time. <laughs> I mean, I mean, t- to be fair, yeah, this will be our new uh, Thanksgiving uh, tradition. But no, I mean, to be fair, I'm always like, yeah, you come back on, and you're like, no, it's okay, I don't want to come back on. I 
I'm just shy. I just don't want to be the one that's like asking like, hey, so I'm not, I'm Eric, I love you, but I'm not like Eric where it's like, hey, so when you're going to have me on again, I'd just rather be asked like, hey, buddy, do you want to record some fucking Yu-Gi-Oh episode or something like that? But yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, well, you know, you're on now, but yeah. So, but how, so of course, yeah, now that you've you've been to your second one at least you know what, what was how was this one compared to like the last one the last one you went to would have been right before covid uh, yeah that's the only other one in chicago no what? no they did no last year what they weren't you? doing they weren't doing shows uh, on the road yet no i think they, they've done they've done three dynamites oh yeah no yeah it they've was done three 2019 they did the yeah, one the one 2020 nick they didn't do though no not in 2020 yeah 2019 oh shit wait yeah nick, there was nick wrestled on thanksgiving one yeah he did yeah. yeah oh shit yeah so well i mean listen by virtue of the fact that nick wrestled cody on that first aew thanksgiving one i fair to say my favorite one you know yeah, yeah oh yeah well, this one was a good one though. I mean, as a as a whole episode, yeah. Nick wrestling as a moment is the greatest moment in Dynamite history. Yeah. Uh I will I will bet my entire career on that. I love you, Nick. You're so cute. Meow. <laughs> Man. That's weird. See, I'm in the warehouse, so I don't I don't experience this. Don't worry. Often. What human interaction? You love. Know, I don't know if I, I, I that's human interaction. I, I, I heard you're gonna get moved down. To shipping, replaced by uh, Raul, terrible worker. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, no, but it, so it is like somewhat of like a yearly tradition. Like Tony yes. Khan has said, like, oh yeah, like I want to do all the pre-Thanksgiving shows like here in Chicago, um, which I mean makes sense because he comes home to Chicago for like Thanksgiving and stuff like that. But no, it was like it was it was a pretty fun show. Um, several favorite moments throughout the show. One that CM Punk. Uh, mjf promo was just like like i was talking about it with with stank like during the show where i was like i was like i think this is one of like the only two or three times that the show's opened up with a promo the other time that i can remember off the top of my head was punk's return you know but like there's there's so and there's nothing wrong with opening the show with a promo it's just most people have been conditioned to the last 20 years like a long drawn out boring promo to open up like monday night raw or smackdown um but i what did you guys think about that promo with cm punk because again it was one of those things where they almost it uh they just kept one upping each other and it was just like uh i'll let cousin jeremy go first oh uh it was amazing i mean a lot of places of you've seen in like the 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 dirt sheets or whatever have been saying like this is like the interaction that everyone was waiting for with CM Punk so much so that I think a lot of people there's a lot of people talking like how great would it be if at the United Center CM Punk's music plays and MJF comes out <sighs> like this is the the feud that I think people are most excited about and I, and not even wrestling wise I think rest, I think whenever they wrestle it'll be fine it'll be a great match. Um, but it's this kind of back and forth on the mic where they're, I mean, that's their absolute strong suit uh, for each of them. And I, to be there live when that, that first interaction happened, absolutely amazing. And also being in Chicago, just like adding that extra layer. Um, because, I mean, if you've been watching Dynamite and Rampage and everything like that, Punk's feud with Eddie Kingston, Punk was not 
the clear baby face in that. No. Um, but in this situation, Punk is fully on the good guy side um, with MJF. Yeah, what about you, Mark? Uh, fantastic promo. Uh, personally, if I were to pick, like, oh, who won that fucking promo battle, I would for sure say MJF. And I love it, Punk, but it was more so just like MJF just dropping these bombs and or nukes, as he said. And but yeah, it's a it was a great promo, a great way to start the show. And I mean, everyone in AEW could really cut a promo uh, when you think about it. I mean, Cody every fucking time cuts a great promo. Jericho cuts a great promo. Kingston Mox, you know. So I mean, there might be a, a few starting between Kingston and Jericho. So I'm waiting to see how those fucking promos. I, sorry, I keep swearing, but no, you're fine. <laughs> I'm I'm curious to see how those uh promos turn out but yeah great promo well it's funny because like most people always say like oh mjf is just promo just promo but like like i don't know about you like i think my favorite match from full gear was him versus darby literally they like i agree like you know they just fucking went out there and wrestled and there was a lot of like whoa like they're like they're going for it and again it, as much as like yeah darby like you got to put that credit on mjf too yeah. because like he in his own right is a good wrestler is talking the one thing he's more like notorious for sure of course you know but it's like when he's in there with the right opponent because like like his matches with jericho were fine but they weren't anything where i was like clamoring for more as opposed to like after that darby match i was like shit like that you know this guy can fucking go like these guys are gonna do that again at some point for the world title and it's gonna just like be insane and yeah no that was that's again one of those matches where like punk talked about he's like oh when they they i guess at some point someone did pitch that you know come and having jf come out the united center but he's like that's just low-hanging fruit you know you don't need to go about it that way it's a very wwe way of going about it and i think the way that they went about it this time was again it was pretty cool because even then like the promo is done and i'm like holy shit that was like 20 minutes it was like 20 30 minutes long and like it it, it didn't feel it. it didn't feel that way at some point um but no i, I was very excited about that uh it was funny that you mentioned cody that was that was another big thing where so cody of course getting that fucking reaction like he is he's in this weird like john cena role yeah where like you know he is the baby face was just getting booed but um my favorite moment of course is so he he, of course you know he takes off his weight belt and throws it in the crowd and everyone's chanting throw it back throw it back i've talked about it numerous times or like one of my favorite matches ever is uh cena versus punk at Mm -hmm. money in the bank almost of a perfect match to me the one imperfection is that when Cena throws a shirt in the crowd, the guy didn't throw it back, you know? Because that would have been fucking cool because it was very reminiscent of, like, well, I, I think it was, like, uh, Extreme Rules against RVD. Um, yeah, or maybe One Night Stand. One Night, one night Stand, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, One Night Stand where they did that. They threw his shirt back. Yeah, that, A few times. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> a few times where he just, like, threw it off to the side. Well, they fucking threw Cody's weight belt back, and it was yeah. one of those things where it was like, ooh, hoo, hoo, yeah. hoo. Is it spicy in here like um well i i've said i got nervous because i mean a shirt being thrown back is one thing it's a soft cloth but that weight belt has some heft to it so like yeah it doesn't hurt that much have you been have, have you had a weight belt thrown at you yeah it's you know soft contact 
Well, I guess uh, the expert is in the room, so I guess I'll take it back. But, like, Aubrey almost got hit with that belt, and I was like, well, Aubrey's not into this. Like, that's not her fault. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, d- I know and we were obviously close to the action. Um, Atlas Security was not happy about that at all. <laughs> uh, again, because it's not a T-shirt. It's a, a heavyweight belt, but the, everything calmed down a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it got to the point where, you know, it's funny because I, I don't know, for those of you, I don't know how much they showed on screen or didn't, but, you know, of course, he uh, he throws, like, the belt off to the side. Or, no, Andrade grabs the belt yeah. and fucking chucks it under the ring, like, clearly, yes. like, visibly, like, angry that no one's paying attention to the match. Yeah. Uh, and then Cody yells at, like, the one at the security guard to, like, go grab it again. And so this guy goes and grabs it for him. And Cody, you know, puts it on. Then, of course, throws it again. And he throws it to another guy. And everyone's like, throw it back. And then yeah. he didn't. And everyone starts chanting, like, asshole at him or something. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean. What an asshole. I, I saw. So, uh, from my viewpoint, I saw the guy who caught it. And when everyone's like, throw it back, he, like, went, like, no. And he, like, had both hands around it. Yeah, he was hug- he was like clutching he's at like him. no 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 I paid a lot of money for these seats to like, get the opportunity to catch something from these wrestlers I'm not giving this back. Well, it, it was funny because there was a moment literally right before the match started in particular that involved you, Jeremy, which was my oh, favorite. No. I don't remember um, this. Where like uh, FTR they come down to the ring and oh. they they're just inciting a riot like they are just talking shit yeah. like unbeknownst to nothing to nobody no one said a word to them and they come out and they just start talking all this shit they're like if anyone wants to fight us and there's this drunk dude in like he was like a in leprechaun. A, a leprechaun costume, leprechaun costume. he comes by the ring and he they're just back and forth back and forth and i look at jeremy and you're just like whoa <laughs> i mean i was ready to grab the leprechaun i was like as security i work for you now because uh, i was like i'm not letting a leprechaun jump over this barricade like as as a, a human being enjoying a show, I'm, I'm not gonna let this happen. Because I mean, he was dressed as a leprechaun. He was not a large man, um, so I could have taken him pretty easily. Yeah. But FTR was like, they were trying to get someone to run that so they can punch someone in the face. Like, <laughs> well, was- I, I love the video of um, it was like at what was it at uh, MSG. Where like Brett gets attacked and all the dudes are fucking taking him out of the ring and you see uh Dash Dash just fucking just punching the guy yeah. like, you know, several times. Um But yeah, no, I I, th- I thought the show was fun. Um again, it was I saw Jesse Kohlenberg. So a friend of the show, Jesse Kohlenberg was there, Ryan Mears was there as well. Um I saw Jesse because I I I I got my girlfriend uh tickets, which like if we would have waited jared who works with us he didn't get to go so she would have been able to sit like ringside with us next to elisa you know um who's like one of her friends now and uh but she didn't sit up there and said she sat you know in some other seats and i went and said hi to her and uh her friend that she brought with her and as i'm like all right i'm gonna run up to concessions real quick who do I fucking see? But you know, a wonderful man from Wisconsin, Jesse Kohlenberg. I was so happy to see him, um, and I knew, of course, Ryan Mears. He was there because I, I saw that he posted that he was there and stuff like that. Um, but it's fun, you know, just going to these Chicago shows and 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 seeing everyone who, again, you you see them just so many times at, at shows that you know they they almost become like family and stuff like that. Uh, and so I guess you know, again, you know, after that was the actual Thanksgiving Day. Um, I spent it just here playing Pokemon with with again with my girlfriend. Uh, 
my family doesn't ever really do anything for Thanksgiving Day, and her family wasn't doing anything until that Friday. So she came over, she spent the night, and we just ate fucking junk food because, of course, it's Thanksgiving, so nothing good is open. So it was like White Castle, Burger King, uh, which was fine. And I played Pokemon. I, I, I got a fossil. Of course, I like the update from last week. Uh, my wonderful girlfriend did not buy me one Pokemon game. She bought me the double pack. Nice. I don't think they sold individual ones, but she got me the double pack regardless. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, so shout out Veronica. But I've been playing nonstop po- uh, Pearl, I think. I don't know, the blue one. There's a blue and a pink one I've been playing. Diamond. Diamond. There you go. I've been playing that one pretty much just nonstop. Um, people ask me for my friend code. Ryan Mears asked me for that. I don't know what that is. Um, oh, I know what that is from Animal Crossing. I can, uh, I can, uh, off air. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll show you how you can look that up. <laughs> it took, it took me a long time as also someone who didn't really go into video games until well, my later. F- my favorite fucking thing is, uh, I wasn't aware that you could connect the switch to your com- to your TV, and I've got a giant eighty inch television in my living room, so I don't think I can ever go back to playing these fucking things on the handheld systems yeah. because it is just so immersive. You know, it's very much like the same way when Stank was like, "Yeah, you should play God of War 5. and I was like, "Okay," and then I played on the TV, and I was just like. Oh my God, I am I am in this fucking world. Uh, but that was pretty much how I spent my Thanksgiving. What about you guys? Because I know I know one of you did some some cooking based on uh, the stories he was posting. So uh, how was Thanksgiving for for the Villanueva household? Whoa, that was me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, didn't really do much. Like the whole time, my mom was just like, oh, like because it was just me, uh, her, and Brian, my brother, um, and. Uh, She's like, oh, whatever, what do you guys want? We'll do something because we don't really, again, it's just, especially when, like, my parents being separated, my mom doesn't really do much. She more so just gets, like, invited either by, like, a neighbor or, or like, an uncle or whatever. But, yeah, she was just like, oh, whatever. And like, she ended up buying, like, ribs and, and, like, chicken and all this shit. And then I was like, you know what? I'll make it. And I was just like, I made, uh like, cold pasta like elbow pasta is that thing i don't know yeah like a macaroni yeah and it was you know i put a ham uh in the macaroni yeah uh, oh. so it was it's ham uh corn peas and then you uh put mayonnaise and uh sour cream and just mix it up so that's what i made oh that's uh, like uh a fancy pasta salad almost like yeah uh, i mean if you ever go to like a mexican party you'll you'll probably see like a, a tray of those yeah yeah and then i made ribs and uh, barbecue ribs and uh barbecue chicken undercooked i could not like it was edible but wait what did you in there cook what's up what did you in there cook the chicken or the ribs both how are you still here? Yeah, it's you didn't both, get, Yeah, both of those are either cooked or not cooked. There's not like it's not like beef that you can have like different. You mean you just didn't cook them as long or what? Yeah, was, what was I, wrong it with was them? just when I was eating, I was just like there was just again it was edible, but when I was you know chewing or whatever, there was these parts that were just would not fucking peel. I'm like fuck, I undercooked this shit. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't get salmonella. Yeah, yeah, no, but yeah, that was it. I was just like never again. 
never doing this shit. I, I mean, I've talked to you before, and you, uh, by your own accord, you say you're like a good cook, that you're a good chef. I mean, usually, so no one believes me. Uh, Paul, in particular, he's like, you don't know how to make shit. And I'm like, yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> that but yeah, too, he's right? just like, oh, what do you make? I'm like, well, I know how to make pozole and, and tamales. And that was more so just because years ago when I was like younger and whatnot, we would always go to like family, like an uncle's house or whatever for Christmas or whatever, and they would make pozole or tamales. And me, rather than hanging out with like all the guys or whatever, I'd always be like with my mom and my tias and whatever. And they would just like show me, oh, help us out, whatever. And that's kind of how I learned how to do that. So I know how to do that, uh, and just like other stuff. Like, I mean, rice is pretty easy to do. I I cannot perfect rice. I I either add not enough water or too much water. Yeah. I I one once in my lifetime made the perfect rice, and I was like Icarus, flew too close to the sun. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know how to fucking make this right. Never again. Well, you know, but yeah, that's to say, you know, I'm learning how to. I want to cook you know for my future wife hey skylar <laughs> whoa <laughs> what about you jeremy how was your thanksgiving um i was good for usually with my family um we don't usually celebrate on actual thanksgiving um i used to work um in a residential treatment facility uh with kids with behavioral and emotional disorders which they live there so a lot of times i was working on actual thanksgiving um so that kind of move my family celebration to different days but this year the only day i had off due to the black friday sale was thanksgiving um so we actually had like me and my immediate family had an actual thanksgiving dinner like turkey stuffing mashed potatoes it was kind of weird but i really enjoyed it and uh, i made sure my mom was just gonna make stovetop stuffing and i was like no this is thanksgiving we're doing actual stuffing now she wasn't doing a full bird so we couldn't like put it in the bird, but I like made like actual stuffing um, for it, and that's the only thing I really contributed. But it's something, and as a grown ass man, I feel it's important that I contribute something to the. See, to the now, now, you mentioned stuffing. I have a question because, of course, so like I mentioned, actual Thanksgiving Day, I didn't uh, no traditional Thanksgiving food. But uh, the next day, that, that Friday. Um, after work, I, I went, I drove to, to my girlfriend's house and I got to spend Thanksgiving with, you know, with her family and they cooked so much food. I literally have a, a tray full of food, uh, sitting in, in the fridge. It just, it's it, amazing. Um, I'm not used to like traditional Thanksgiving food. I mean, like my family would make pozole, tamales, shit like that. Pasta, like I talked about it last week. So, you know, I showed up, there was the an abundance of food and there was stuffing and i'd never actually had stuffing in your entire life in my entire life what what is stuffing oh my god i'm i'm taken aback by this so i mean stuffing is basically it's 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 bread with like sage and other stuff um the the big thing is how it's traditionally made is when you're making a large bird it's like uh it's also called dressing. It's something you can put inside the bird, and it like sucks up some of the juices from the cooked bird. I mean, you ate it. I don't know how else to describe it. It's just stuffing. I, hey, people out there, I mean, let me know if I'm crazy, but I'm. I feel like there's just that. There's just 
I don't know how else to define stuffing. I don't know. I mean, you we, had it, right? Yeah, I had it. It was good. I mean, it, it yeah. just like it had like a mashed potato consistency almost. Uh, you, uh, I mean, it's still good. I still eat it. Probably Carter mashed potatoes. Yeah, you always because it's it's like little pieces of bread. Yeah, like yeah. that, you know. But again, I mean, the the closest thing I could compare it to because again, just yeah. by virtue of I've never had it would be like there's a soft. Yeah, soft. I mean, it was listen, it was good. Like yeah. it, my plate was good. The only thing I wasn't I wasn't a fan of were the green beans. But I'm just I'm not a green bean fan. Were they real green beans or was it green bean casserole? Green bean casserole. There oh, you go. Let's do that. I didn't have until adulthood, and that is. I love that. Okay. I mean, yeah. For I feel like people like who are like listening to this and like hungry, and they're just like, man, they just keep talking about this food. No, it was great. Like I, I was very brazen. And I was like, I will finish off an entire tray. I was like in one sitting to my girlfriend, and then she had also made me like a, a plate. I couldn't even finish the plate. I was just like, there's no way I'm gonna finish an entire tray <laughs> by myself. But I, at least now I know for the weekend I don't have to buy food because. I've got I've so much of it, so much of it, um, but I mean, as, aside from one of you know uh, Thanksgiving meals uh, and AEW, of course, another tradition is you know doing your Black Friday shopping. Mark, I know you're someone who you were ahead of the game. You bought everyone's stuff like various times ago. I yeah, I when it comes to Christmas and whatnot, I I spent especially now that I'm like I'm. Paid well, you're making 60k to 100k a year <laughs> with ownership in the company, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, when I work 70 to 80 hours a week, like an idiot, you tend to make that much, but yeah, I, I mean, I started, I said forever, like, I remember I was telling you, and I would tell Paul from time to time, I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna start uh Christmas shopping in like the summer, and I never get around to it. I'm just like, eh, oh, wait, I, this is really cool, fucking Merrick statue, let me buy this for myself. And it's more so just like it's either I'm either paying bills or I'm buying myself something, and then probably like a month ago is when I started like buying gifts. Like yours, I bought a while back, and then like I already got pretty much like almost like ten people at the shop something, and then all I need left is my family, which you would assume I'd probably buy them their stuff first, but whatever. They're kind of simple. Uh, <laughs> but did, did you do any Black Friday shopping? Nah, nah. I. I other than like buying myself figures from here, the you know with the Black Friday sale going on, thirty percent off. Yeah, I bought myself figures. Still uh, going on if you're listening to this. Um, right, right when it comes out. Up until what time? I think noon, noon Central, one p.m. Eastern. Yeah, so hurry up. Yeah, if you're if you're listening to this Pause Monday this. morning, yeah. Pause this. Go Pause make this. an order. Go buy figures. Yeah. What about you, Jeremy? Did you do any Black Friday shopping or? No, I was here. I was working. Yeah, non- like online. Stop. No, I was working nonstop. Um, no, and uh, I. So, Christmas is not necessarily about gifts for me. I was a little nervous that uh, Mark just says bought presents for ten people at the shop because I was like, am I expected to buy a present for everyone? That works here. This is my first year being full time. I'm a little nervous now. No, you buy you buy gifts of... for people that you consider close friends. That's oh, what I'm okay. doing. Cool. So I'm good. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I got Jeremy a sleep apnea mask. Listen to Jericho's oh, episode for yeah. context on that. Perfect. That's that's actually. I mean, that'll keep me around for next Christmas. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I have a lot of uh, uh, young cousins. Um, and starting to have like nieces and nephews 
not, I guess not nieces and nephews. My cousins are having kids, so I guess they're like second cousins or whatever. So it's getting expensive to buy gifts for all the kids in my family, let alone if I now have to buy for everyone at work. So everyone at work yeah. is getting a $5 gift card to Subway. Oh, sweet. Eat everyone? Dude, uh, that's like, that's a that's lot of money. still a lot of money. Yeah. Okay, some people are going to get $1 gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with me, like, with people at the shop, like, um, like I've talked about, like, there's certain people where I'm like, okay, like, these are, these are my friends. These are people who I talk to who just, you know, um, not that, like, I don't consider most of my coworkers friends. Uh, I mean, there's really one person there I wouldn't consider a friend. Everyone else I'm friendly with, I talk to and stuff like that. Um, but even then, it's like that circle becomes smaller when I'm like, all right, who am I going to get gifts for? You know, like, again, and it's my inner circle and kind of it. And I'm also the kind where, like, let's say let's say I'm at the mall. Let's say you and I, we go to the mall um and i'm like oh i'm gonna buy i'm, I'm getting i, I want to go to the mall so i can buy this thing for mark and then i'm like oh shit you know what i really think um i really think juan or will would like this other thing this random thing that i found i'll buy it just because i'm like oh okay if it's something you know like sometimes it's one of those things where it's like i didn't anticipate going into the mall and finding something else that another co-worker of, of mine you know would like I don't mind, you know, like, again, I'm not going to go in there and be like, oh, you know what? I really think fucking Giovanni would like this PS5. I'm going to give him a PS5. I love Giovanni, but I'm not getting you a PS5, Giovanni. Sorry. But again, it's one of those <laughs> things, you know, where like, it just, it tends to be that way. And like, you know, you have like, uh, you know, like, like Frank, somewhat of a, a curmudgeon who's like, don't get me Christmas presents, you know, but I'm like, I'm still going to get you a Christmas present. Yeah. Frank. Like, like he's put his foot down on not getting him any birthday presents and that's fine. I accept that, but he's getting some fucking, he's getting shit for Christmas. Christmas is a different ballgame. Yeah. No, it's like, no, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no, but I, 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 I love it. Like I enjoy it. I, um, I mostly just enjoy gift wrapping. Like that's a big thing where I'm just like, I, I very much like gift wrapping. And I know Mark, yeah, you talked about this. I think Jeremy, you and I have talked about this, um, as well. I don't think you said you were big on gift wrapping or were you? Oh, I'm terrible at it. I'm yeah. the absolute worst at it. I'll wrap I don't mind it. You'll wrap. Okay. I love gift wrapping. Sounds I, good. I'll just bring all of my gifts here and then I'll be like, um, Ryan, Mark's on the clock and wrap all of my cousin's Christmas presents. And Ryan's going to be like, nope. And I'm like, okay, well, Mark, you clock out. And you're gonna say nope, and I'm like, okay, well, no, I'm just gonna wrap no, no, no. it all I'll myself. Say, yeah. Here, I'll I'll clock out. I'm like, Ryan, don't worry about it. So I'm like, dude, what fucking date are you? on? I'm like, don't worry, Ryan. Like, yeah, that's exactly what's gonna happen. Uh, yeah, but no, I mean, Christmas, you know, it, it is upon us and stuff like that, and that's just why, like, um, I mean, again, with me, it's one of those things where I'm just like, all right, let's. You know, I again, I did a lot of like online shopping, but it was because it was just mostly stuff that I'm like, I don't, I don't need to go into the store to buy these things. There are some things. Um, it's funny because like I've I mentioned my nephew so many times. He's gonna be ten this year, um, which is wild to me. But he he's someone who his birthday is days before Christmas, and normally like I'm all, I I tell everyone in my family I'm like make a Christmas list like you need to tell me what you want for christmas you need to make me a christmas list and my sister and my brother every christmas they get exactly what the fuck they want and it's because they make a list you know and uh, it's like one of those things where i'm, I'm such a bitch because i'm always just like 
tell me what you want. And they're like, what do you want? And I'm like, oh, I, I don't know. You, you just give me whatever. Um, this year, though, I, I was like, all right, here's a list of some stuff. Like, you know. Um, but my, according to my sister, though, my 10-year-old nephew is not at the point where he says he's too old and or he has everything. He doesn't need anything for Christmas. <sighs> Which, of course, by virtue of the fact that he's a nine about to be 10-year-old, changes mine almost immediately. But the last I spoke to him, that was what he had said. Um, I have a long history of pranking my nephew. Uh, and as far as like, uh, it's sort of my favorite things for Christmas. It started out when he was about two and I got him a piece of coal for Christmas. Okay. So, and I have actual cool presents and stuff that I get him. Like I talked to my sister and she's like, oh, no, this is what he wants and stuff. And, you know, listen, he's my favorite nephew. I have two of them. I'm sorry, Santi. You're two. I'm, I don't, you know. This guy's 10. He's my first nephew. I love them both, though. Um, but I think what I'm going to do, I was, like, discussing with my sister. I was like, I think I'm going to just go to the dollar store, get an assortment of just random things I find, you know, like fucking dollar store barbecue sauce, like fucking just whatever things I can find, wrap those things and play it off as, like, well, sorry, like you said you didn't want anything, you know, before giving him his actual, like, cool presents. Um just to be a troll. I can't wait for him to be more excited about the random dollar store stuff. <laughs> it's like, oh, I've always wanted a whisk. <laughs> Mom will let me have one. In another 10 years. Yeah. I mean, th- I mean, it's just, again, it's one of those things where I'm just like, be careful what you fucking wish for. It's like a monkey's ball. Yeah, it's like one of those monkey's ball. You said you want, uh, you know, you don't care what you get. All right. <laughs> Let's see how much you don't care what you get. Um, I can't crack my knuckles like that. Yeah, I wonder how much that got picked up on the mic. In the room, I felt it in my soul. Yep. Dude, I'll tell you, Frank, so uh, we mentioned Frank earlier. He's for sure been watching chiropractic. Those, like, chiropractic videos. (laughs) He's been going around the shop just cracking people. (laughs) And he did it once before where he went around and he cracked everybody. Except for me. Yeah, you didn't want him to crack you. No, I just was never asked. And I was like, all right, that's fine. (laughs) I'm not mad or anything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, he didn't ask. People were just walking up to him and telling him. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. I thought he was just going around to people like, hey, let me crack your butt. <laughs> no, it was it was the complete opposite. Like, he did it to Johnny. I mean, because Johnny, you know, he's short, so it's easy yeah. to crack him because Frank is like six foot two, six foot three. And I was like, all right, crack me. First time, the, the, the one other method he had did not crack me at all. I was like, uh. Um, but this time, he was like, I have a new method. And he did it to Johnny. And Johnny was like, oh. And I was like, all right. Come on, time time to do me, <laughs> dude. I like, like if any of you guys have seen Doctor Strange when like they fucking like uh, astral project and like they'll fucking punch you in the fucking chest and they just like astral project. That was me. I was like, I did that and I was like looking down and I saw Frank like holding my lifeless body and I was like, and then very quickly I was just like, <gasps> my soul came back into my body. I felt so good. Like nice. And, the, and the, I think he offered you, but you said no. I said no. Um, he did it once to me over by, like, the front, the designers. And he he did his little full Nelson-type move. And he cracked my back, but I was it just scared me that, like, what if he does it wrong and I'm paralyzed? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, my back doesn't really hurt that much. I think I'm okay. It's just it's an irrational fear of mine. You're like, I actually can't feel my legs, though. Yeah. Well, no, I, I did. When he put me down, I did, like, go down to the ground. Like, I couldn't feel anything. I think I freaked him out for, like, a half a second. And then he realized. It, I was just kidding. It, it was funny because he was 
telling me like a couple weeks ago that he did it to Johnny the first time and his like whole entire back snapped like cracked and then he did it again like like to his like neck it, it was like such a lot of poppy that <laughs> he's like dude he's like dude i legit thought i killed Ogato. like i thought <laughs> I, when i was gonna let him go he just didn't fall on the floor <laughs> well like i would always joke with paul like that where i'd be like paul i'd be like he cracked me and paul would just lift me up like a little baby and crack me and i was like what if one of these days you do that and then you go to put me down and i just collapse on the floor and i'm like uh i think you severed my spine by mistake you know because again it's <laughs> This isn't a professional. Like, I have a back roller. I'm just too lazy to walk down to the warehouse to, to use it. And in that moment, Paul will say, it was no mistake. Oh. I mean, possibly. He's like, yeah, I remember you made fun of me. called yeah. me 8% Paul. Yeah. Um, actually, funny enough, so another thing that uh, I did during uh, Thanksgiving was I finally, finally finished Squid Games. And I know what some of you guys are saying. Fucking, wow, two, three months later congrats again when when my girlfriend and i started dating it was like right when squid game was like a thing and we chose to watch midnight mass instead of squid game we're like we'll do midnight mass first and squid game i mean they're, they're both each like the same length episodes with just midnight mass is shorter um a wonderful show i recommend it to everyone who you know just wants something to watch it's so fucking good um but we finished that and then we started we were doing about two episodes at a time for squid game and Thanksgiving, we finished them. Um, it's, do we talk Squid Game spoilers? Yeah. It's, I think at this point, uh, it's yeah, pretty... It's, it's been out for two yeah. months. You had your time, guys. Yeah, listen, I'm sorry. Uh, you I, talk about spoilers the day after they are on, like, Marvel spoilers, the day after it comes out. Like, I've, I've avoided episodes of this podcast knowing, like, there's no way I'm going to be able to watch something. Did this, you know Cousin Jeremy's thing. buying us tickets to watch uh, Spider-Man? Oh, yeah. the We're going to watch um, uh, Nickelback. <laughs> Nickelback. They're gonna be yeah. They're doing the end credits. You know, they're playing hero. Oh yes, <laughs> we're watching Spider-Man One on your your TV. By the way, that, that's where the tickets are. No girls you're, allowed. Yeah, that's fine. Should. I would listen. I, I I've talked about it before. Like, I enjoy the experience of going to a movie theater. I like going to a movie theater. We we're supposed to go watch Ghostbusters, but instead we watch Squid Game. Just go watch Ghostbusters. Um, if I could just pay though to watch it in the comfort of my own living room like i'll pay the 30 dollars, whatever it is i don't give a fuck i would gladly do it again just because during the pandemic i was like oh i don't oh i don't need a movie theater i i have one you know i have one right here it's just everything i want i can pause whenever i need to i can i don't have to worry about fucking pants pants yeah or like i don't have to worry about like a bunch of fucking teenagers like when we went to go watch eternals or some teenagers sitting behind us who were just like and i'm just like shut the fuck up yeah i'm like what the fuck like um don't act like you weren't those teenagers though no i treat listen i treat movies and wrestling like people treat like the opera like i sit there i i i you know i, I sit there nicely i clap at the end mm-hmm. and you know that's that i was I, one I, of the bad people yeah i'm not some animal i'm not i'm not one of these animals that is yelling out uh you know during shows why are you giving me a dirty ass look (laughs) (laughs) that was juan and ray did we ever talk about the i think it was i don't know if you did you mention on the podcast when punk debuted and hangman page or not hangman page jungle boy for a second offered to hold mark like a baby 
Yeah, it was and a- Mark backed away. I know. I I legitimately didn't know what the hell was going on. I'm like sitting there. He's giving a hug to like two year old baby yeah. girl. Yeah. I'm like oh, okay, whatever. And then I was I gave him like a fist bump. Hey, I was like good shit, buddy. He gave me a fist bump. I'm like awesome. And I'm just like all right, back to fucking staring in fucking air. And then he goes like he's like extends his arms out to me. And I immediately- and I I froze for like a second. I was like, what's going on? And then he, I was like, oh, yeah. And then he's like, nah, too late, bitch. Yeah. I, I immediately went to go lift Mark. I was like, this is going to be amazing if Jungle Boy holds Mark like a baby. Yeah. That would have oh, been great. Man. Good looking guy. Great, great, looking, great guy. looking guy. That yeah. that jungle that jungle man. Yeah. Jungle um, Boy Jack Perry. Jungle Boy Jack Perry. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, sorry. For the next, I don't know, five minutes or so, we'll probably, we're going to talk some Squid Game spoilers. So, you, you've been for, forewarned um funny i've actually avoided for as much people at the shop who watched it for as popular of a show as it watched as, as it was i did not fucking get spoiled in the slightest bit um could we respect you i mean it just even then like there's some people like who will just post you know whatever like there was the memes and stuff and maybe because i just avoided them like because i didn't know what was going on maybe they were kind of spoiling things and i don't think any of the memes that i saw really were spoilers you wouldn't have gotten them if you didn't watch Mm -hmm. it wasn't like something that was just like oh big twist at the end meme it's like more like oh this is just a if this snapshot could be in this other scene or whatever Mm -hmm. like well, uh, well, and kind of like I, I guess I'll, I'll just go first, and, and it's because again the show is just the most fresh to me because I would have just finished it. Like I enjoyed the show, the concept, like you know, it was like okay, I, I get it. You know, like some people were like, "There's this other show that's better," or they're just copying. But like, yeah, guess what? They've Battle Royale came out, and they've been copying it ever since. You know, very the same way everyone's tried to do Pulp Fiction after Pulp Fiction came out. Every it's just it happens. It's movies. Get over it. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. Um. I was fucking wrecked. Yep. Episode six. Episode six. Yeah. Episode six yeah. with fucking with the old man. I'm I'm whatever. I was old man and Ali. Those are dead too. Oh, Ali. Yeah. Honestly, if that doesn't win them the Emmy, I don't know what Dude. wins an Emmy. I I'm like, I'm I was a fucking wreck. Like, my girlfriend was like, "It's okay," and I'm just like, "Dude, fucking, you don't understand." He said they were fucking friends. Get away from me. Yeah, it was one of those things. But, um, so by the time this piece of shit shows up in fucking episode, what, eight? Yeah. yeah. I was like, eight or nine, something like that. What the fuck? You know, I was like, you son of a bitch. And then the second time he dies, I'm like, no, no, fool me one, shame on me. Like, <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, again, overall, I enjoyed the show. I loved, I loved that relationship that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, for, I, 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 the main character, his name was, um, Jihan, Jihan, I believe. Again, yeah, and, right. you know, the thing I loved the most about him was he was just he was such a good man. He was such mm-hmm. a good person that even when like this dude literally your your best friend just tried to kill you and you can end everything now and get your which I believe it was like an equivalent of forty million American because their currency was like forty six billion. Um, whatever the Korean currency was, I I, I saw it as four hundred sixty three billion, which I think yeah. translates to like American money was about forty million. Uh, yeah, thirty seven point six million dollars. There you go. Yeah, you know it's like, and you'll get all this money, 
and even then he was just like no i'm not gonna do it to him and and his friend knew his buddy knew that's why he was like well here i gotta fucking kill myself um but i i enjoyed the series like over i know they're doing a season two there were some things where like um in hindsight i'm like oh yeah a lot of these things were obvious Mm-hmm. And as much as like the games, you know, what games are coming next, they were all drawn on on the wall in the main room. Um, there are various clues of like the old man was in on it, that the front man was, you know, uh, the police officer's brother, which that that I guessed very early on. Yeah, that one wasn't it didn't seem like a huge twist. No, but I think it worked really well because you're like, oh, that's the twist of the show. And then you find out, oh, no, that's not the twist of the show. No. So I think it worked really well in that that aspect. Well, Jeremy, like, what about you? Like, how, how, what was just some of your thoughts about the show? How did you feel about the show? Um, I liked, I really liked it. The first episode, I was like, oh, this is okay. But then once they actually got to the games, I was like, this is a really interesting concept. And I, I majored in sociology in um, college. So I under, I wow. like looking at, um, I find it interesting, like, group dynamics, um, and especially in, like, a very difficult situation, um, what that actually looks like. If you're all of a sudden in a um, an environment where <laughs> um, all of a sudden people start dying, and then you have to, like, well, I have to adapt to the situation. And I really love that they, in the script, that they all quit. Like they ended the games, but yet almost everyone came back. Like mm-hmm. they were given the option to come back, and almost everyone came back. It's like that is a uh, real look at the socioeconomic world where you feel like financially you're so in the hole that you've seen what it is. Might as well. And all of a sudden, you're like ah, that. That's better than being destitute. Like I'd rather risk my life, knowing that. I mean, there likely is only going to be one winner, if anyone anywhere. Like you're still willing to go back. Like I thought that was really interesting and sad, but Mark, what about you? Uh, my thoughts. Yeah. Oh, great show. Um, I know, uh, when Delgado was telling you about it initially, I was like, Oh yeah, you should watch that. Cause I had just finished watching it and I was like, you should watch that. But also cause I had, it was like, it's kind of similar. Uh, another show called, uh, Alice in Borderland. It's just people kind of just playing games to. There's no really price, more so just like everyone in uh, Japan just disappears, and it's people playing games to just survive essentially. But yeah, uh, Squid Game, great, great show. Um, it really more so gives like an in-depth look of how uh, society is, and you know how the. I mean, essentially, people just like Jeremy was saying. You know, like it's either live the rest of my life out here with nothing, or might as well risk my life for a chance at living a uh, at least potentially good life. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like you were saying, the the that one twist with Ilnam, I believe was his name, was just like, yeah, you fucking scum. I I. That and when Ali, like when he got fucking, he got duped. I was like, you, you fucking scumbag motherfucker. This guy trusted you, and you broke that trust. Shame on you. Yeah, and and the it also I think 
uh, being someone who's not in the 1%, I felt very little um, sympathy for the guy who lost billions of dollars on the stock market for, like, for his company or whatever. Like, I was like... Yeah, it's, it's like yeah, you're yeah. one of those hedge fund dudes, and yeah. you were also like, well, I was stealing so much money, too. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. Cool. Like, uh, yeah. you know... Um, yeah, I I do know that they are doing season, a season two of the show, which I'm curious what that even looks like. So that's again, that's what I was talking about with my girlfriend, because like we could, America. Well, well <laughs> so uh, and of course that the ending of the show, you know, um, Jihan, the main character, which he goes and dyes his hair red, and he's like in a business suit and I stuff. Well, it, I mean, it's really. Horrible. I think the other thing that the show really does well is like he wins, he wins this fortune, spends almost none of it, like. For a year, he literally yeah, spends none of it. He spends, like, just barely enough, I think, to, like, survive. Because he comes home, and he's, like, so excited to tell his, his uh, mom. Oh, that, oh, that, fuck, that part. That right about that yeah. His, and then, obviously, his mom no longer... Unfortunately passed. Yeah. But it's, like, this is exactly what I was doing this for. and really? Yeah. Yeah. And then not spend any of it. And then, all of a sudden, he gives half of it to... Well, a good portion of it to his best friend's mom and uh, North oh. Korean girl's little brother. Yeah. To just be taken care of. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's, that's season two. It's, it, just, it, listen, it's, it's a completely different show. It's just the mom and the it's, son. It, how it, it is bold of him to think this lady will live long enough to watch this child, which she has not legally adopted. Maybe at least a year or two. I, I mean, even then, though, but it's like, okay, let, let's say, let's say. I mean, the boy's probably like, what do you guys think? Like 10? Yeah. He's, he's about 10 years old. You know? Um, let's say he dies. Or let's say she dies. The the, the, the old lady yeah, dies. She's not that old, though. But, he, but even then, like, he's the one who adopted this boy. So legally, like, he's abandoned, probably goes back in an orphanage again. And then, you know, he's in the system again. Except not only this time, he got accustomed to the sweet life. Because he had well, all who, that money. Who get, I guess, uh, who would get that money? Because she has no heirs. Government. Government, probably. Yeah, they Man. seize that. That's the real twist here. The rich get richer. No, I, I thought it was a good <laughs> show. And again, yeah, based on that ending, it's like, it, it's like, okay, is he going to try and like, because, you know, the one guy says like, just, you have your money, just leave, like, don't come back here. So I think he's going to try and blow the whistle on everything. Also, because I don't, the police, the police officer's not dead. I don't believe he is. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm very much, I'm very much. If I don't physically see you die, you're not dead. You know, and the thing you got to consider is, his brother shoots the front man in the arm, knowing it's not a fatal wound, and the front man does the exact same thing: shoots his brother in the arm. He could have easily shot him in the chest, blew his fucking head off, shoots him in the arm, and we see him fall in the water. You know, we don't know what goes on from there. But I think he will definitely come back again because if you don't see that, that which again, that's why like I let my guard down with fucking Ilnam because you don't ever see you don't see him die, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 sort of excited. Like if if it's gonna be like blow the whistle, I want to know more about the VIPs though. Oh, like that, oh, horrible. Watching the show, I'm like, all right. So with me, when I watch foreign films i watch it in that language and just put on subtitles i'm not the type of person that's like nee, i'm not gonna like i remember when uh parasite came out and people were like i'm not watching this it's not in english and it's just like dude 
does it fucking hurt to watch the fucking movie and stuff? I love subtitles. Yeah, and just that. So, uh, I I watch it. I watched it in Korean, and the the f- accent or whatever the hell it was with these VIPs is just like, oh yes, I I got my money on this one. The fucking way they were talking was so annoying. I'm like, I hope all these people fucking die. <laughs> I wish they would have had some like just thrown in different accents. You know, have someone who's like. Uh, like from the south, like have you know have a southern accent, have someone from like Boston. <laughs> oh yeah, like New, just New York. Yeah, just like really, just like mix it up in there. All Americans though, because we all agree that Americans would be the terrible people. Yeah, betting on this. No, no, no one hundred percent. Yeah, no, of course. Maybe some British. I don't know, Mark. I don't know if you've watched that. I know I mentioned it to you, Jeremy. Again, aside from watching, because that's the thing. Now, now with work being so busy, mm-hmm. um. Just not as much TV that I'm watching. But the one thing I did go out of my way to watch, though, was uh, the first two episodes of, of the Hawkeye series on Disney+. Plus. Mark, I don't know if you had the chance to watch it yet. I have not. Jeremy, I, I know you said you haven't had have a chance not. to watch uh, hopefully it. Hopefully tomorrow, mm-hmm. if I don't sleep all day. I mean, well, so I will say again, and I won't spoil anything for, for anyone. It is, a, it is probably, like, so far, I, I can't say my favorite, but because obviously it's only two episodes in, um, up there though, like it is my second favorite show. The first, I, I would say, low key. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's just really good. Like it's re- like I'm someone who I, I've always liked Jeremy Renner. I've always liked the character of Hawkeye. Like people have always given him shit, and I'm like, listen, he at least has arrows. Fucking uh, Scarlett Johansson over there is just doing hurricanranas on people. Like, you know. True. She has a gun in Hurricane Ranas. Um, but I, I've always really liked this character. Um, you know, and I like how there's been like long term storytelling with him, you know. Um, specifically like it's it's not a spoiler because it you know, they, they talk about it almost immediately, but like uh he has a um he has a hearing aid. You know, it, much like in the comics is his hearing starts to go. And at one point, you know, someone asks him, they're like, Well, what ha- like what happened to your hearing how'd it go out and he's just like kind of looks off in the distance there's a quick montage of him just like in every one of these like avengers movies it's just like explosions going off or <laughs> him getting his gas kicked and he's just like i don't know like pick one you know um but it also they you know as much of it it is like a light-hearted show at its core like Haley seinfeld she does a really good job as the character of kate bishop um like really good actually um to the point where Kevin Feige it was like, yeah, he's like, well, we didn't audition her. We just gave her the role. And I'm like, yeah, I, I see why, you know, like, no, she's, she's perfect for it. Um, and like with Jeremy Renner, what I, what I really like what they've done with him is like, he's got PTSD and they're kind of going with that, you know, like, um, they, like as one would, you know, like you yeah. saved the world at this point three or four times with the last one being like, the heaviest were like your family disappeared for five years you know you didn't know if they were dead or, or or what and they just sort of just showed back up um so i i really like that um they they they're teasing a big bad which like there's rumors of who that might be and it's one of those like if you pull this off just if not i have i have so much faith in them that like they will they will pull off with you know what what they're going with um, and yeah, like again, would very much like recommend it to you guys. Again, it's two episodes in. It's already my second favorite, and again, I only say second because I don't know how the rest of the season will go. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
And Loki was so good. Oh, great show. Loki was so good. It's it, it it was just one of those shows where I remember when they announced it, I was like, oh, cool. Got a Loki show coming. Can't wait for that. Because I, I mean, you can make an argument for all those shows that really came out. It's like, oh, fucking Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We'll see how this... Well, at least me in particular. I don't know about you guys, but it's just like that. With that one, Loki, I haven't really finished WandaVision, and I know you fucking hated the yeah. end part I of the fucking... I think it was fine. I thought WandaVision was a good show, but um, maybe not the best one. But. I don't know any other Disney Plus shows that are on. I mean, really, that's all they've had so far. Yeah, but like like Falcon and Shoulder, I liked it. Uh, I'm very big on Wyatt Russell, so the fact that he was in it, really got a pop out of me wait did you say white russell like the guy who works with us why why it's russell <laughs> and uh and then of course loki was fantastic uh that the final episode of that uh loki uh series that one was the only episode that i actually stayed up to watch because i was like oh who the hell's you know who like let's see how it ends or whatever and yeah, great show. Um, I'll probably give... I'll try to watch uh, Hawkeye. I was going to say Green Arrow. Hawkeye, I'll try to watch it tomorrow, tonight when I get home. But, I mean, I I take your your opinions very... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I <laughs> no, uh, Seriously? Yeah, yeah seriously. To yeah. heart. To heart. Yeah, no, I I I think you guys you guys will dig it again. Like it's and, and the one thing that I love that they're you know they've just been doing throughout this entire all of these series is they've been introducing like they're clearly doing both the Thunderbolts and the Young Avengers. Um, you know, for, for those of you unfamiliar, Thunderbolts is uh, Norman Osborn of Spider-Man fame puts together his own team of uh, Avengers by uh quote unquote rehabbing villains you know and we've been introduced to you know wyatt russell his version of captain america you of course you have uh uh you know black widow's sister you know their version of of black widow um and i'm pretty sure we're going to be getting some more you know again just down the pipeline and of course with the young avengers you know you have patriot that you meet in falcon winter soldier you have um uh, the, the twins that you meet in WandaVision, you have Kid Loki that you meet in Loki, uh, you know, you have Kate Bishop in this, and it's you have a uh, stature in from Ant Man, you know, his daughter, and it's just like they they are just fucking doing so much at once that, like, and I get it, like, superhero movies aren't everyone's cup of tea, you know, some people just don't like them, don't get into them, but like, you have to just like the storytelling that these people are telling where they're like listen we're we are going we are simultaneously telling six different stories at once it won't all make sense right now but in five to ten years from now you'll be like holy shit they were weaving and wobbing everything together and just like it it's it's insane it's almost as if they're like you can make a comparison to a w with long term <laughs> fucking booking you know like i don't know there's like a hung man that won a title a couple of years ago and it was like yeah there's a three-year build there even more yeah. if you really think about it potentially but yeah i mean like i i again i know like you were saying not superhero movies are not everyone's cup of tea and for me like i didn't start watching any of the more like Prior to like last year, I did not watch a single Marvel movie aside from 
the first Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you and everyone at the shop would always talk about him. I'm like, I'll give it a... Like, even Brian, my brother, he's watched all of them religiously. Like, dude, you got to watch them. I'm like, eh, I'm good. I'm a, I'm a DC guy. But I was like, I, I remember I was, like, out for, like, two, three days because I was sick last year. And I literally, in those three days, I went through every single movie. And I was like, holy shit, these are fucking amazing. I was like, what the hell was I missing out on? And now I'm very excited for, like, future films and shows that are coming out in particular yes spider-man and like i remember you were telling me about it that uh there is a theory that potentially ned might be hobgoblin and that's what some people are saying only because uh like the, the actor who plays ned like he was he was a bigger guy yeah and he got like ridiculously jacked and like slimmed down for the role which like maybe the dude was just like hey I don't want to, you know, I don't want to look this way anymore. I want to, I want to change up how I am, how I look. It's cool by all means, but also the the character of Ned that he plays in the comics does become Hobgoblin at some point. So maybe, you know, maybe we see a variant of him, you know, because again with the multiverse opening up, maybe, yeah, you know, we see a, a variant of his. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean that that is a theory that people have sort of thrown out. I would hope it's for this movie because I don't know what the whole deal with like. Sony and and Marvel and uh, Tom Holland, the whole I, supposedly this is like his last film as Spider Man or something like that. From what he's saying, this is his last um, contractually obligated Marvel film. But like this this next Spider Man movie is going to make all the money. Like I, I think it's gonna break the record for most like uh, income rate. Or box office or whatever. I, I yeah, because yeah, I, I know like the Star Wars movies would do that. Like Avengers Endgame did that. Like it's just it it's gonna make you know one it's a guaranteed billion dollars and mm-hmm. you know it's the worst kept secret in Hollywood. You know that you you got Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield showing up. Wait, what? Yeah. No way. <laughs> You know, it's it's become the is CM Punk coming back to the United Center of of, of, of movies, you know, um, and again, uh, there are people who don't who aren't aware of that. You know, your mom isn't aware of that. Like, you know, there, there's people who don't pay attention. <laughs> what? I'll bring my mother into the podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna have an episode with her where you know how they do like something to wrestle with with Conrad Thompson. It's going to be something to Jeremy with where it's going to be me, your mom, and Conrad Thompson sitting oh. down and be like, now, Jeremy's mom, uh, why don't you tell us about the first time you walked in on Cousin Jeremy, uh, you know, masturbating? She'll be like, well, you know, uh, it was last year I came to his apartment. Uh, but no, yeah, again, so there are, and that's the thing, too. It's going to be a lot of word of mouth where the, the diehards, the people who know what's going to happen, they'll all know, and then they'll tell their friends, they'll tell their family, and, you know, and then they'll be like, oh, shit. You know, I, I, I haven't watched a superhero movie ever since, you know, fucking Joey Diaz fucking showed up in Spider-Man 2, but you're saying he's back. Oh, maybe I'll check it out. Maybe I'll, I'll go and rewatch it, and that, you know, that'll be a thing because... Also, like they can't show any of like the Spider Man in the film. Probably until, you know, there'll be some T V spot where it's like, Oh, you know, for the first time ever the three Spider Man. However, uh what was it like the Brazilian trailer where Lizard gets like hit out of thin air? Well yeah, there, there's a shot in the trailer where you where you see uh Sandman, Lizard and Electro like jumping out at 
one Spider-Man, but then in the Brazilian trailer, you see the lizard like clearly get punched and like cock his head back. And they're like, how would that happen? Tom Holland is nowhere near him. Yeah. Or by the Electro looks fucking great in this like new movie. Like I haven't seen the amazing Spider-Man once, but I know he had the look where he was like, what all blue or something like that. Yeah. You don't have or, to watch those. Yeah, no, I'm good. But yeah, like even in this one, when it's just like, you see like the, the lightning just like, make his mask or whatever I was like dude that looks so fucking awesome so I, again I'm, I'm someone who's a big nerd with these and um, uh, there's like a theory going on based on there's a picture of Jamie Foxx so the theory is that they will steal Stark technology and that's how they get all upgraded and stuff like that cause uh, one of the trailers i forget which one am i one of the trailers you see doc ock his like tentacles have like what looks like iron man armor on them oh yeah i saw that and there's like a picture of jamie fox and it looks like he has on his chest an arc reactor you know so it was like oh okay that's that is that kind of how they're all getting like upgraded and stuff like that because even then like there was a shot of uh willem dafoe's new costume in the trailer which they put it on the poster which it looks like they're giving him like the little cowl hood which I'm all fucking for, like, you know, like, it's just make him, like, fuck it, make him look like an actual goblin, like, just go for it. <laughs> like, I don't, did you guys ever see, like, the test footage of what they wanted the Green Goblin to look like? From the original movies? From the no. original movies. No. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull it up real quick, um, because it, it, again, it's one of those things where before they went with, like, the mechanical mask, um, you know that that we saw or whatever um they wanted to do a, a mask hold on um I, i'm pulling it up because it, it does look t- terrifying so this is originally and i'm showing you as i know it's a meet if you, if you oh, just google uh, yeah okay you know no. where he would look like an actual oh, goblin wow. you know like i very much think that would look fucking cool or whatever um i get it that they're not gonna do that you know but if and when they eventually go back to the character i would not be opposed to them fucking just doing an actual goblin that would be freaking cool like i know like in the trailer there's like me and juan were so convinced like oh my god they have new goblin they have james franco as new goblin but apparently james franco is not a very good person no not not, not if you paid any attention during speaking out i yeah missed that part clearly because it was like i mean and talking about that it was just like mostly like wrestlers that yeah they're being spoken out against but yeah uh back to the topic of spider-man um if that's his new look for the for the movie that'd be pretty freaking awesome uh yeah <laughs> also watched far from home for the first time two days ago yeah really yeah i i that was like the only one that i haven't watched because it's not on disney right so it's just like oh i didn't watch oh, yeah, it yeah technically it's owned by but sony. it's sony brian like my brother he's like oh let's watch it i'm like okay so like i'm watching this movie and like i i knew just from like watching clips of the movie like okay i know the whole thing and i i because i've read comics before i read i in marvel i've only ever really read spider-man comics because my cousins were so such huge like spider-man marks they would have with these comics and we would just like read them so i kn- knew for a fact mr was not a fucking hero or whatever and he's just like oh watch this i'm like okay 
and there's this one the one scene where like uh uh spider-man like accidentally like webs like mysterious like one of like the drones or whatever that makes like the holographic stuff and whatever and i'm like i didn't get a good look at it and i was like oh i asked him hey what happened he's like don't worry you'll see later and then when it's revealed that mysterious was a bad guy he looked at me like did you expect that i'm like yeah i fucking knew this <laughs> <laughs> but see it's funny with, with like some of those stuff so like um like much how like you went through all the movies this year like my girlfriend like she's currently now going through some of them and i believe she's up to like thor dark world but we were watching it was me her and and you know her her brother her brother-in-law and her sister we were watching thor and she's like asking these questions about loki and it's one of those things where it's like i can't tell she's like does he die and i'm like does he it's debatable you know because it's that because it, the character like i don't want to reveal the whole yeah. loki arc and i know she's listening to this so i'm not going to reveal the whole loki arc because you gotta fucking watch it but again it's just one of those things where it's like they're very good at like paying off and and telling these stories and like adapting things from comics like i'm not someone who's just like if you don't adapt this exact same storyline the way they did in the books i'm never watching up like no it's fine like sometimes you do make things better you know, you, you can't faithfully adapt any book. Like, I, I mean, with comics, too, like, different art, like, different characters go through different arcs. Like, I mean, that is the multiverse. Right. Like, there's no one, like, canonical pathway for Marvel. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that's the, the cool thing and what the movies are doing such a good job of is, no, I'm not a comic expert, but I know, like, in DC, I know, like, it made a big deal about Superman dying. But then he came back. So it's like, there's no rules, and you can, like, change the story even just a little bit and then still connect it to this other timeline that some other artist or yeah. writer wrote about. I mean, yeah. He's got a point. It definitely, you know, he's got a point there. Um, so I was sort of just down, wind down this uh, Thanksgiving episode, um, you know, as far as... Uh, Aside from, you know, giving thanks to, of course, you two gentlemen for, you know, for joining me on this. Uh, another another thing that I want to give uh, thanks to is the wonderful patrons of the show. Uh, the Christmas cards did come in uh, today. I got my Chris. I got the Christmas card. So they're in. So you guys will be receiving them. Um, <clears throat> Jeremy, there was one thing on the last podcast that you forgot to do that everyone brought to my attention. Well, I don't feel it. it- I feel like that might be something that stays with uh, our good friend Stink. No, no, no. I mean, it's it's become a you know. Are you aware of what what I'm referring to? I, I'm I'm aware. Social media made me very aware as well. So uh, you know what? It, we won't. We will just correct that mistake. All right, because of course I'm going to read okay. off. You know, uh, we got our, our our wonderful friend Clifford Fraser, <laughs> Jesse Kohlenberg, the man sitting right here to my left, Mark Villanueva. Uh, Joshua Davis, Ryan Mears, uh, R. Manuel Flanagan, Shannon Howanick, Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, Taffy, Vivian, Anthony Torres, Brandon from New Jersey, W.H. Park, John Cena, My Godfather Jesus. All praise be to Jesus. Shout out Jesus. <laughs> Shout out Jesus. <laughs> uh, Brad, uh, Moises Garcia, Sean Levine, Eric Campbell, Katie Fape, Steve Feast, Rachel, Drew Boyd, Michael Heredia and uh the kid 44 uh so thank you guys again for uh supporting us here because um yeah i mean uh, again like uh i wish i made all the money in the world and you know and 
basically all this Patreon stuff just feeds back into, you know, paying for the servers, paying to host the website and just all that stuff for equipment and, and things like that. You know, like you guys, I mean, you guys have seen, you know, where we've come. We have this really nice soundboard and everything. Yeah, this is way fancier. Yeah, the romantic candles right there next to them. Yeah. Oh, I do have some wonderful candles courtesy of Main Event Candles. What are those? They smell very nice. Yeah, this one is their red mist one. It is... uh jade orchid and lotus blossom smells really good if i if i'm gonna suggest one to you i'm gonna suggest the marty and sarah hand to boy which is tobacco and sweet rum um which i know what you're thinking like that's not really a scent that you would you know um it's 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 a very good scent i was gonna say cousin jeremy's like gary castle scent (laughs) no it does uh i mean it does not like when you hear tobacco and sweet yeah, rum, that's yeah. not what you think. But no, it is a very awesome. Like, uh, yeah, now I'm not like now I can kind of. I literally I, I bought it's this. It's like a it's like a cigar tobacco though, not like a cigarette tobacco. Yeah, no, I, I remember I, I bought that one originally from them, and then I think since then I've bought like eight or nine more. I really love how that candle <laughs> smells. Head over to Main Event Candles again, not a sponsor of the show, but just uh, wonderful friends of ours that. I did think when I walked in because I was the last person to enter this room. And I saw the candle going. I was like, were they just in here like farting nonstop? <laughs> and they're like, oh shit, Jeremy's coming. Uh, here's a candle. And I was like, well, I don't mind because uh, it's smelled great this entire episode. No, just set the mood, just set the ambiance. I always, uh, you know, I always put it on, put a candle on. I have these three different ones. I actually have one that I forgot to turn off one day. And then I came back in here and it was uh, gone. all gone. Yeah. It was it was just gone. And I was like, "Well, thank God that did not start a fire." I mean, we joke about the warehouse burning down, but I guess there's a real risk now. Yeah, real risk now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, hey, again, speaking of, of, of sponsors, of course, we have Freelance Wrestling, Freelance Underground, Chicago's premier uh, independent promotions. I'm very excited for a match that they just announced. Of course, mm-hmm. the 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 marvelous one himself returned to marvelous Matt Nix. He's returning to to face his now rival Project Monix. Um, Saito Kaiba. I love Pat Monix. You know, I I was telling my sis, uh, my girlfriend about it yesterday, where I was like, I did an episode with Pat, one of the earlier episodes, and it's almost just the first 20, 25 minutes, just me and him fucking sitting there, just like, yeah, I love Yu Gi Oh. Let me tell you how yeah. much I love Yu Gi Oh. And Stank's like. Yep, my stepsons also liked Yu-Gi-Oh when they were <laughs> younger. Um, but yeah, Nick is returning to the ring, which is awesome. You know, the guy's been he's been gone for a while now from the ring, and uh, to marvelous see Matt Nicks. marvelous Matt Nix, yeah, uh, for the show. Uh, so he's coming back, and um, very very excited to go see him. I love Nick. I love I love Nick too. I was very I was very bummed that uh, yesterday as of this recording, um, I wasn't able to go see Brody King. You know, of course, Brody King, uh, a friend of mine, he was going to be at AEW, um, and I was like, dude, come by. I was like, I'll fucking drop you off at the venue. It's five minutes away. He said, No, it's not. We're at Bourbon Street, and I said, All right, well, maybe I'll catch you in a few weeks at Warrior Wrestling then, because I was not going to drive all the way out to Marion Marionette Park, Illinois. Um, as much as I would have loved to, because again, I I love Brody, good friend of ours. Um, but you know, it's, it's life. Yeah, it's life, man. Brody's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I'd, I I think you should leave. Great show on Netflix. Brody's in that. Yeah, I think you leave. Uh, I have not watched that. Yet. I know you and Eric and dude, Nick s- also. Season season one, I literally came like this close to pissing my pants once. <laughs> 
Like, I, I feel like season one, like season two was kind of like hit or miss. Like some episodes were good, you know, but season one of I Think yeah. You Should Leave is probably my favorite. Like, like you can just put it on and it's just fucking. Well, you just have to donate to Calico Pants. <laughs> See, I, well, I was too busy listening to, you know, uh, Jazz le- jazz legend Marcus oh, the, the yeah. Worm Hicks, you know Louis Louis Donk. No, it's Roy Donk. Roy Donk. Um, sorry. Good. Yeah, of course. Uh, the Tim Heidecker bit that you know that we're talking about. One of my fucking favorite, of course. You know, he mentioned he. You know, it's Tim Heidecker. He's uh, he's playing. He's like this. Uh, he's dating a girl that's probably way too young to be dating him. But he yes. goes. You know, he's clearly like at least twenty year, twenty to thirty years older than everyone at this party. And uh, the bit is, you know, they're playing charades, and every person that he names, he he lists such names as Marcus the Worm, Hicks, Thaddeus Finks, Mookie Kramer, Roy Donk, Jack Marshall, Tiny Boop, Squig Shorterly, <laughs> Paul Julian, and Paul Bufano. Paul Bufano. Paul Bufano. He was the voice of the Road Runner. You know, he was on the Colgate Comedy Hour. It is amazing, and I, I do it no justice describing it. But um, the whole show is—it's a sketch comedy show. I remember there was uh, <laughs> there was one picture that I took. There's like the one bit where the girls are like trying to come up with um, a caption for their photo. Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, there's like all these girls are. Uh, they're like out at dinner. They're trying to come up with a caption for for a photo of them together. And uh, I remember at some point during the pandemic, I hung out with um, uh, Trevor Outlaw, Castro, Dave Lasso, and Nick. And I, I I posted the picture with the caption: "Sitting here with these bona fide pieces of hog shit." They're mad because I won best hog at the hog shit snarfing contest, but I'm not bad because we're all loads of beef sitting on the side of a highway, getting our butt sucked by flies. And people were like, "What the fuck is? What was that? Why did you post that?" Um, oh man! But, if I didn't like that, I I want to verbally like that right now. <laughs> Yeah, again, great show. Go check it out. Uh, Mark, any final words before we get out of here, buddy? Um, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, shout out all my friends at work. That's it. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, what about yourself? Uh, no, I just, I'm just uh, hope everyone had a great holiday. Hopefully they're enjoying the, the full holiday season. Um uh, hopefully, whenever you guys get your orders, you love them because um, a lot of hard work is being put behind getting them out. Um, but we appreciate your constant support uh, for Pro Wrestling Tees and Shop AEW and all the all the other ones. Uh, we try really hard to to put out quality products, um, and we truly, truly love the support, and we. It may not seem like it, but we are still very much a small business in the grand scheme of things. Um, and that is what I'm thankful for this year. Yeah. And hey, listen, also, if, if, by, if by some chance you happen to not be a fan of pro wrestling tees, there are other tons of other, you know, independent T-shirt shops where you can also support wrestlers and stuff like that. So check them all out because, again, there's room at the table for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, there's room at the table for everyone. And yeah, you know, if you know, you don't have to just eat at McDonald's. Go to Burger King, Wendy's, Culver's, White Castle. Went there. 
But I always get the chicken rings and I go to White Castle. I love White Castle. I haven't had White Castle in like two years. I don't eat White Castle because it would kill me. Me and like, there was almost like a two, three day period where I had White Castle back to back. And that's what kind of had to stop. Veronica and I were like, we can't be monsters. Raul loves me White Castle. He hasn't spoken to me in a day, which is fine. He's mad at me, but. It's okay, Raul. Me and Stank said a bunch of really nice things about Raul. And then we figured out uh, during Crate that he is not listening in a few weeks. So. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. <laughs> liar yeah so that, that's fine instead you know what uh everyone go follow giovanni giovanni's a really yeah. he's, he's a really he's good guy rival he, he will he'll listen to this they'll be he'll be mid pre-treat he he would have finished this episode by 11 a.m on monday guaranteed yeah, good that's why i love the guy yeah yeah. Much like I love, again, everyone who supported us here, you know, from day one, you know, whether it was the first 120 episodes that Stank and I did, or, you know, now these newer ones where, you know, I'm bringing more people from the shop. Um, yeah, again, we, we we appreciate all the support, you know, whether it's a like, a retweet, or just a follow, or just telling someone about us. Very much do appreciate it. And again, for your real patron people, you guys will be getting, you know, your Christmas cards along with all the other stickers and stuff. It is just... Now that it is just myself running this, you know, uh, a little bit harder, but don't worry, you guys are all going to get that stuff. And of course, hey, if, if you want a PWT cast Christmas card, you know, but you don't care for any of the other Patreon stuff, you can sign up for like a $3 tier and that just gets you on, you know, to, to receive a Christmas card. Um, I ordered, you know, some extras, but I, I can always order more. Um, but yeah, again, thank you to everyone. And uh, for the PWT cast, I've been Scrump. I've been Stank. This is Jeremy. <laughs> and this is a friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast. And so, I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang, bang.